welcome to episode 411 of Outlanders Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Jeremy. Reed. Justin. What a bunch of misfits and freaks we got here. I love it. Man, that's really loud on my end. I mean, not on, I mean, not like not on Justin's end, but I mean, like, I mean, no, I, wait, 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 pretty peggy, pretty peggy. Hmm. I don't know what, a, can you see the waves on your side? Oh, can I? I think I can. I thought it was just like, oh. not if I, it was, it was definitely, uh, distorted. Yeah. I, 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 wow, man, I'm really pegging that out. What the fuck? Not when you normally not, talk. I mean, it gets high, but I mean, it doesn't. No, just just talking right now, like it's it gets pretty up there. And right, I'm, but it I'm doesn't not, sound bad on our end. Right, I'm not okay. Hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, um, all right. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're recording this on uh, April first. Supposedly is when it's coming out. So uh, I was oh, yeah. trying to think if I could do anything. Hmm. Well, you kind of given the given the game away. I cut it. I cut, so, I this part. so I have a new guy that's going to start April 1st and today maybe said, it'd be funny if like when he got there, I was like, Oh, you're, you, you were the wrong guy. Yeah, You didn't get the job. You didn't get the job. <laughs> and like play it serious for a good minute long. Like it's just yeah. awkward. And then, like, and then my other job, you should call him by the wrong oh, name. Oof. Oh yeah. And then be like, wait, you're not Paul. Oh, I think I had the wrong person in mind for this job. Wait, you, they sent you the request? Oh, uh, uh, can you stay here for one minute? Yeah, just goddamn. Uh, that would be hilarious. Oh, man. And then, like, just leave him for a minute. So he's like, oh, yeah. And it comes time to, like, like text the people. Day. Welcome. Well, what you- what you should do is you should try to get like, other employees in on it and like be like, can you wait here a moment? And you got to go like outside the room or whatever. If it's a, got a window and you got to talk to somebody else and be like, and point at them really like, emphatically. Oh, about <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> what am I going to do? I don't know. If, if I still worked in an office, that would work very well. All right, Jeremy, what's up? Uh, so first of all, is there always a motorcycle cop directing traffic down at the uh, end of your road now? Before- between five and six, usually there there can be weird at that intersection. I say intersection. It's really other people need to fucking stop. I don't stop, but now apparently I do have to stop. You do have to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause I was like, well, there seems to be a lot of traffic here, but is the traffic because yes. he's there? Yes. Or would it have, would it be cleared out by now if yes. he was not standing there? Yes. Okay. And also he wears Gestapo boots. Probably just to make him feel special. You got a little motorcycle man boots. Uh, let's see. I'm playing Two Point Hospital. All right. It I is. saw a patch just come out for that, I think. Or uh, an ex- Well. Something? DLC. Okay. DLC just came out for it. Uh, Two Point Hospital is the... Um, it's theme hospital, too. Right. No. Well, that's the two point of it. There's no... Yeah. There's no... Uh, if sands or butts, it's yeah. theme hospital too. It even has the same lady on the announce on the on the. Uh, I think you can intercom. Mod, you can mod that, right? They have think. Steam Workshop button at the top. I haven't clicked it. Okay, I want to get. If you click like Steam Workshop crap, all of a sudden you don't get achievements anymore. So I try to not click Steam Workshop until I'm done. Um, but it's 
just a really better looking theme hospital. I heard it's if I'm thinking of the same one, like it's got a lot of goofy humor in it. Oh, yeah. Just like theme hospital. Oh, okay. I never played theme hospital. So theme hospital people had, I can't even think of like half of them. They they would get uh, diseases like the squits and water on the knee. No, they had to have, you had to make sure that you had enough bathrooms for if people were coming in with the squits. Well, he's giving an example. And, uh, and there's other like, um, but like in this game, they have lightheaded, where people's heads have uh, turned into a light bulb. Oh my god! And panhandling, where they're wearing a pan on their head, and you have to extract the pan off their Should head. Be pans. Um, there's mock their star. Hands are turned into pans. Yeah, there's mock star, um, where they think they're a rock star, and they have to go to the psychiatrist and undo that. Um, but it's all of their stuff is just silly diseases. Okay. I wish I could remember the other ones from theme hospital. Anyway, uh, last week went to Dollywood road roller coaster. Okay. Wow. We that, went to more than just Dollywood. We went to pigeon forge, Tennessee. We went to Wonderworks, which is, I'd never heard of it, but apparently... It's American Museum, right? Or, uh, Miss, uh, Mid-American Museum? It's just, basically yeah. Mid-America, but the outside is like a mansion that's been turned upside down. Okay. Um, what else? Would you say the inside is like a mansion upright? No. So when you walk in, the lobby is also the mansion upside down. So the stairs are upside down and like the entry room is above you. Um, but the rest of it doesn't really have any... Do they have chandeliers turned upside down? No. Disappointing. Uh, what else? We went to Dolly Parton Stampede. It used to be Dixie Stampede, right. but we can't use the word Dixie anymore. So, well, But you still have the North and the South fighting, right? Right. But so I don't even understand. It's that. the North and South side of the building, and they're wearing red and blue instead of blue and gray. Huh. And the flags are a red Dixie stampede flag and a blue Dixie stampede flag instead of the U S flag and the Confederate flag, like a Dixie stampede. Right. We have to politically correct our history to not offend people currently. Well, I mean, I don't really see the reason to do that when you know how it wins. I mean, how it turns out, but they compete against each other. So it's just as likely the South will what? win as That's the bullshit. North. How, what? Right. They compete against each other right. in horse. Then what's the fucking point in horse game? Then it doesn't really matter what, what the hell they are. Then if you're just going to let either side win, it needs, it needs if to be like, be drinking, it's not a reenactment. Sorry, go ahead, Justin. It needs to be like the Harlem Globetrotters where like the union are like, <laughs> and like totally like beating the shit out of the South every time. And the South are like, dur, dur, and they always like the, you know, the, the, the North always wins. <laughs> People would catch on to that and never like sit on the South side. Wait, are you Not supposed to matters. sit on side? You have to pick which side you want to sit on when you, when you buy your tickets. Uh, this makes it seem like let's figure out who the racist people are. <laughs> No. <laughs> Which side do you want to sit on? Oh, the south side? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I see. I see what, you, what you're for, slavist. South will rise again, bitch. What else did you? Uh, how are the, actually, I'm curious. How are the rides at Dolly, at Dolly Land? Is it like Silver Dollar City? They, 
it's like it's a lot like Silver Dollar City. They you should go on YouTube the Dollywood roller coasters. They actually have like some of the best roller coasters in the country. Really? Hmm. And they have a new one that's going to be opening this spring. Yeah, they have ones that it's like it was the fastest roller coaster in the world until so and so was built. Wow. Um, you should check it out. I mean, there's like a really short video that we watched. Did you before we went? Did you ride some coasters? I rode two. I did not ride the one that Seth rode that went 70 miles an hour and had three <laughs> loops and gave us a fantastic picture of absolute terror as they take the pictures when you're going. Everybody else was like, everybody else is smiling or making a face and Seth is just like washed over. What the fuck have I done? That's hilarious. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, go look on Mandy's Facebook page. Okay. That to him. Didn't I send that gift? I don't know. Wait. No, that's right. Because I made a comment about it. Okay. But I'm I'm very proud of him because I sure as hell wouldn't have gone on that (laughs) roller coaster. Yeah. The thing about it was you're walking down the the road, we'll say. You're walking down the street inside Dollywood, and there's just like this building to the right that you can't see around and it says Tennessee tornado, one of the top 10 screamiest roller coasters in the country. And Mandy was like, come on, let's, let's go ride this one. And he's like, okay. And we, we had the, uh, I call it speed pass, which that's not the name of it, but it lets you get to go to the front of the line. Um, so they got right on. And then I walked around the corner of the building, which allowed me to see the roller coaster for the first time. And I was like, Oh shit. And why it's like, what? And I was like, you see all those circles? Seth's fixing to ride in those and doesn't know it yet. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, the first one we rode was completely, it was completely in darkness. You go, darkness. it's, it starts, it's got like a fire theme, like the city's on fire, but it's underground. Mm-hmm. And then you get through the city and the bridge goes out and all the lights are out. And it shoot. It doesn't like just go down the hill. It shoots you forward down into this black hole, and then the entire rest of the ride is completely black. So you don't know when you're going to go around a curve or down a hill. Hmm. And that was interesting. And then the next one we went on, it didn't have any loops, but it goes pretty fast. And when you get to the end, it goes backwards about halfway through the ride, and then it comes back to the station. The station has a a switch on the track to where it can one train can go and then the next one can back in to its place, which is kind of cool. Cause you don't see switches on roller coaster tracks very often. In fact, I've never seen one at all except for that. Uh, then we went, so I have this book. It's the United national park passport. And when you go to national parks or national monuments, they have a little station at all of them where there's a stamp and you can go yep. and stamp your book with the date that you went there. Yep. So and, and, and while we they were all there, have like unique stamps based on the area. Right. Cool. So we went, I was looking at what was around us and in Knoxville, they had the Manhattan project national historic monument or national historic park. And this was the military base for the Manhattan Project. And actually, part of it's still active. There's like the Y-12 area is still active. And we drove past this 
there was this little building on the side of the road next to to a lake and it had like the radiation signs around it. And I was like, warning, uh, this place is, don't come in here. Don't come in here is what it said. That's uh, all it said. You win. Don't come, don't come in here. Don't come in here. And had the radiation sign. Bad stuff here. Don't come here. Well, anyway, so we're like, okay, we're going to go to this national. This is going to be cool because mm-hmm. this is, they made the atomic bomb. There's going to be stuff in there. So we pull up and we're at. Maybe we'll find one. We're right? at the, Maybe. it's in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Just fell off a table, rolled Which underneath a, I guess a chair. Is, I guess is where the Oak Ridge boys came from. Presumably. But we get there and it's the Oak Ridge Children's Museum. And I'm and so on, poor children died from a on the left Manhattan side project on the left side it says Oak Ridge Children's Museum and on the right side it says Manhattan Project National Historic Monument or whatever yeah National Historic Park and so we go in it's, and it's a children's museum of all but, the mutated children but over in the corner is a desk where there is a park ranger sitting. And that's his job to sit there and be like, "Yep, this is the Manhattan Project National Historic Park." There's absolutely nothing to it other than the stamps. Wow! But well, I mean, there's a there's the building. I mean, everything, right? No, that building used to be an elementary school. It doesn't have anything to do with it either. What? Wait, where was? Wait, where was the facility? The facility the, was like ten miles away. Oh, I guess it was secret or something. And then, so the, there's actually there? two two parts to this park. The other one is the National Historic Monument Y25 complex. But if you go there, that building's been torn down. All that's there is the place where it used to be. Yeah, but if you go at night, you see the irradiated ghosts no. that still haunt that place. But the cool part is they have the normal stamp, but then they have part of a three-part stamp for all the Manhattan Project ones. Mm-hmm. So there's one there. There's one at Los Alamos, and then there's one in Washington Manhattan. State. Oh. So <laughs> we're going to go to Los Alamos this summer. So we'll have two parts of the thing. Then we just have to go to Washington. And it's like so, right in the center of Washington. Why, why is it called Manhattan Project? I don't know. Ask Alexa. Uh, it's just naming. They had to call it something. What was it called? What was the one called where they supposedly like. Project. Yes, that's it. I saw that movie. It's pretty good. I don't think I've it's seen the movie. based on real life history. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't seen yeah, the there was a naval ship. It disappeared. Uh-huh. It woke up in like the 80s. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. That's not it. And then it, it came back to the 1940s again. I thought it was the other way around. No, it was, a, it was a World War II vessel. In the movie, it was a World War II ship that ended up in the future. Or like the person ended up in the future and he was on the 1940s. Everybody else got mutated. The movie and- I saw, they went back in time. And the planes had just taken off to go. So they had taken their jet fighters. They were going to go stop Pearl Harbor. They were going to go stop Pearl Harbor from happening. But then like the time wave started coming back and they couldn't shoot down the Japanese. They had to turn around and come back. But so there's another one, which I thought was the, I don't know what it's called now, but supposedly they teleported a ship. And when it teleported back, the sailors were like Stuck embedded in, in yes, the walls. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. And that's a separate thing from the other movie. No, there's a Philadelphia project too. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And then there's the side story. The Philadelphia project is supposedly a true story. Okay. Not, What's not the, the movie. Story, Justin? The, the Manhattan project where the kid builds an atom bomb. Oh, and John yes. gets mad at him. 
because he loves him. Right. You know, like not mad, like yeah. you're not allowed to do that. But he's like a good guy. Yeah. Like you did it. I can't believe you were so That's smart awesome, you did this. But stop it. <laughs> yeah, don't That's do that. the movie. <laughs> yeah. But there was an RC car involved too. Oh. Did it have the little container of green stuff? Yeah. The, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. What's that yeah. movie where yeah. uh, they build a time oh, portal and like dinosaurs and cavemen show up in their gymnasium? Goosebumps. That doesn't sound familiar. Uh, like World War II people show up and some samurais, I think. I mean, you have a couple of different ones that are like, uh, you know, have right. Time Bandits. I don't know what the Time no, Bandits No, it had Project um, the name, I think, which is why I'm thinking of it. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. And this was an 80s movie, yeah. right? You had House 2, which was weird. You had Waxworks 2, which was also weird. And those were both traveling to like different worlds, like different kind of dimensions. House 2, House 2 is like so different from House 1. It's not even funny. Like it House 2 is like a comedy action movie. And House One is strictly horror. The same for Waxworks Two, I think. I don't know. Back in the eighties, it got kind of weird. It was, it's kind of like how Gremlins Two is like totally different from Gremlins One because Gremlins One is more like kind of I don't know what would you say, Justin? Like, like a like, a, I mean, like horror, a dark, but, really dark comedy, probably adventure. Yeah. yeah. And, and and the other and the second one is like Thank, just yeah, totally zany. Which personally I like. I think so. My, my personal oh, yeah. belief is that oh, sequels oh. aren't interesting enough. Like they feel like they have to be too much like the original movie. I like sequels that like really take the story and go somewhere with it. You know, they were gonna make a Beetlejuice too, where like he goes to an island, no, Hawaii, yeah, just in Hawaii they, or something. I think the mate, uh, not the Maitlands, the Deets is buy a hotel in Hawaii and Beetlejuice goes there to scare them or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's just you uh the eighties sequels were not the best of all. I don't know. Weekends of Bernie's. Yeah, Superman two and three. Superman five. <laughs> I think it was Superman five. I think it was like Superman four, three? Superman four and five. I don't think there was a five. There was five. Five's the one with the sun guy, right? That's four. That's four. Yeah. I don't think sure. there was a five. Yeah, there shouldn't have there shouldn't have yeah, been Superman a three, won. and there definitely shouldn't have been a four. That's for sure. Yeah, three, three was yep. Richard Pryor, right? And then four was yep. the Sun Guy. Two was just Wait, no, was, no, no. Two, two is uh, Zod. That's my favorite. Yeah, two is oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because he strips his power away or he gives up his power to be with Lois, and that's when Zod shows yep. up. One was dumb. That's when he spins around time, right? Yeah, he he undoes the spin like, of the earth. He reverses the earth. <laughs> but Lois got sucked into a, cre- a crevice. During well, there's no point. question in my mind oh. that for a period of time in my life as a child, my understanding of how time works was warped by that goddamn movie. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, sure, that makes sense. You just spin the earth back and that yeah. time goes backwards. Duh. Superman two had the giant Marlboro truck in the middle of in the middle yep. of the city while yeah. Superman fought Zod as though that wasn't No, we weren't trying to market to kids. Don't don't look at that. Yeah, he threw a he threw a uh a, a sewer lid through it. That means, you know it's not marketing. And he he uh 
he kept the uh, gas tank from exploding so, with his freeze so breath. The, the big yeah. the fight in Metropolis and Superman Two is you know like the 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 predecessor to all the superhero movies these yeah. days. Like these days, they can like yeah, no problem. We can CG that up, no problem. Back then, that was what we had. Yeah. Back the, you could like you can tell they're like harnessed mm. in, and it's like oh he's doing yeah. a backflip there. I bet you can't do that it's sideways, all, it's all can you, buddy? And, and deliberate. Yeah, got thrown into a coke. That's sign. right. Yep. As though as though that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't placed there on purpose. All right. What's else? Uh, what else, Jeremy? Uh, That's it. Uh, yeah. That's all you got to talk about. I had Crohn's disease and was in bed for a that month. Sucks. Yeah. And are you getting are you getting regular shots on that or regular medicine? So I got an infusion of Stellara, mm-hmm. and then I have to give myself shots every Damn. eight weeks. Okay, you have to give yourself for every eight weeks. Surely you can just go yeah. into an office. Like, well, you yeah. I guess you could, hmm. but they're like you just do it yourself. Why, why go yeah. in? Do you? I mean, is that is that a permanent thing or lame? Yep. Well, we're getting old, boys. So I was. No, I was diagnosed with a small area of Crohn's disease 15 mm-hmm. years ago. Once the symptoms went away, the doctor never called me. I didn't call him. Yeah. So now it's spread to the entirety of Yikes. my colon. So I have to be on medicine forever now. Well, better than the alternative. Not having yes, a yes, not having that, a I'm, I'm being serious. Like, I'm sure not that long ago that w- they would have been like, yeah, we got to take it out. <laughs> Actually, so the doctor before he, I had like three choices. I could get Humira or Stellara or this other thing. And Humira and the other thing probably work better, but you have a much greater chance of getting leukemia. Mm. With Stellara, you don't have a chance, you don't have so much of a chance of getting leukemia as you do of getting skin cancer. Oh, wow. And I was like, well. He's like, but it's not like melanoma. They can just cut it off. And I was like, oh, there we go. Well, yeah. okay. I'll go with <laughs> I'll take that over leukemia. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like my good. cancer on the, I like my well, cancer on the like, surface, please. Yeah. I'd follow up with like, well, can I get cancer on my dick? You probably could. But he said, if this had been 10 years ago. Is it in the injection site that can get the cancer? Or is it no, just it anywhere? No, it pops up somewhere else. Huh. Um, he said, if, if, it was like this 10 years ago. They'd probably have to remove my colon. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, you were like, Oh, then I, like, then I get uh, one of those cool, I get one of those cool bags and I don't have to go to the bathroom anymore. No, well, you still, well, yeah, you well, still, I don't think that stops right. you from ha- You just look at no. the when I could just clean it, clean it out in the kitchen. Oh sink. my God. Uh. <laughs> there was a guy at work that had one of those on the garbage disposal. There was a guy at work that had one of those. And one day for whatever reason, we're in a staff meeting and he decided to open the lid to let the air out. Well, that's not we just got a burp it every now. It's and not then, just know? normal right. air, you know? So yeah, you can imagine that's not just normal air. It's that special colonoscopy it's bag. That, it's a special it's methane, baby. Yeah. No, methane is is odorless. Oh, it can't okay. be that. Uh, no, that I I basically worked and then went to sleep if I wasn't in the bathroom for uh, from January twenty first through the first week of March. And what, yeah. like until the medicine oh, kicked really? in? I guess. Yeah, they put me on steroids at first, which 
Now I have acne all over my face and this weird rash on my arm that I don't know what it is. Hmm. But it's probably from the steroids or the... Did you ask your doctor about the weird rash? I called... I I used Teladoc yesterday because this showed up Thursday. I, I called Teladoc and he's like... Well, if it was the right season, I'd say it's poison ivy. And I was like, yeah, it's not poison ivy. And he was like, I don't know what it is. So I'm going to prescribe prednisone, which is what I was already on and am working my way. You can't just stop taking steroids. You have to work your way down to come off of them. Otherwise, your body may not start making the stuff that the steroids stopped. Uh, And I was like, I'm already on prednisone. He's like, oh, I would just give it a week and see if it uh, Thanks, Doc. Good to see like that degree's working out for you. All you had for me was prednisone, and then you didn't know. You didn't have a step two. No plan B. No morning after diagnosis. All right. Justin, what's going on, man? Uh, I Let's see here. I started Love, Death, and Robots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I've seen like three, four episodes. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Uh, well, it's you. I was. Uh, it's funny because it it made me start to think like, did I like liquid television back in the day because I was a teenager and that was cool and unique? Because watching Love, Death, and Robots, so they're all short, right? Like they're, I think, yeah. I, think I don't know, twelve, 12 to, 15, to twenty-three minutes, something like that. No, nothing gets up in the twenties. Yes, sure I'm positive. After we talked last week and you made that statement, I was like, ah, the highest one's like 17, I think. Yeah, you're right. Okay. We're Googling. Um, There's Googling going no, on. No, I actually just have it. Turn? I don't want to knock it off. Hold on. Hold on, Justin. Does this turn? Yeah, I don't. Turns. Okay. There you go. But I have to go with it because the microphone only works one way. Yeah. Matt got new mic stands for whatever reason. I was tired of them big giant. They clip onto the side of the table yeah. instead of having the big. They're rock. arms. They're extendable arms. They're yeah, cool, yeah. man. Okay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I just I'm just pointing out that I don't know why you bought them. Because they're great. Okay, look look how you're doing right now. See you're you're leaning back. I could do that with the other yeah. one too. I just turn it. You're a piece of shit. Oh, okay. All right. So I've the thing is is that <laughs> it it feels like watching a bunch of video game cutscenes where it's amazing, right? Don't I know. have context. There's not really any story. Matt, Matt loves video game. No, I'm just, uh, I don't understand. Like, I mean, like, do you not like short stories? I love short stories. I don't. Like- what Justin is saying is that they're not short stories. They're just short action scenes happening. Right. I think the best one I, well, it, it wasn't really, it wasn't really a, is is the one about the the three robots who are in what is apparently a post apocalyptic environment, and they're yeah, like they're kind of they don't understand the how humans worked. So oh, okay, like robots wandering three around robots? and interpreting how like they're basically they're literally tourists, which is kind of funny. Like that was that was a clever angle. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, there's a little story there, but I need, I, I don't care about any of the characters because I don't know them. And I don't know. I just, you could probably tell a short, a good short story in 17 minutes, but of the three episodes I've seen so far, I just, there's, there's, it's, it's, it's surface level. And I, I've enjoyed like 
some of the action, but I haven't gotten enough out of any of the dialogue or characters or, you know, story based plotting um, to just like, I don't know. It's fine. It's, it's interesting. It's, I wouldn't say it's um, bad by any stretch. I would, I think it, they're worth t- tuning into. Like I'm interested just in all the, how each one is different. Like it's clear that uh, it's several different studios and animation studios and, and styles and, and voice actors and all that. So I don't know. It's just, it's just not grabbing me as much as I kind of hoped it would. Um, I think the, the best one is the one about the, or, or, or at least uh, the best world building is the one where it's like these farmers live in a place where uh, like enemies come through portals sometimes and they just have to deal with that. Right. Aliens. And they have like, uh, giant uh, farmer mechs, and that that's kind of cool and yeah. fun. But you know, suddenly it's over, and I, I don't know. Some it's kind of like the case where, like, if I'm interested in a that world or whatever, I would want a longer form story in this in this world, this environment where I can get to know these characters. But uh, it's it's fine. Uh, and then, I mean, maybe you'll get that. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to get it from that this series because none of the no, no. I'm saying maybe they'll spin off if, if there's enough popularity on an episode. Ah, and maybe that's the case. Maybe that's so. Like Amazon Prime has has done in the past, where they put up like ten pilots of totally different television shows, and then people and they actually I don't know if they took voting or if they just looked at which ones got watched the most, yeah. but. Ten pilots in a jet race to the death. Doom, 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 ten, doom. ten pilots of television shows, and then um, oh, the one I like my I like my idea better. That would be pretty good too, actually. That'd be reality television. I'd be more inclined to watch. Uh, Dogfight the bounty hunter. <laughs> yes, and then and then it's ten pilots up against this one like super dude that uh, like. A top gun guy, but he's a bounty hunter now, and so they have to like dogfight him. So it's dogfight the bounty hunter because that's what they have to do. Right. I would I would watch that show. I would give it a shot. Uh, So maybe maybe Netflix is actually like, oh, let's see which ones people have liked the most, and then you know maybe they're putting feelers out to see what's worth turning into a full show. I don't know, but I'll, I'll keep I'll keep watching them. Uh, the uh, another thing is uh, Jennifer and I went to see there is a new documentary out in theaters called Apollo 11. And uh, as you might imagine, it is about the Apollo 11 moon landing. Uh, Jeremy, uh, you in particular, I would recommend you taking the boys or at least Seth to go see this in the theater before it leaves the theater. So what they did is basically the NASA or whoever, whichever government agency has all this footage. There's like, I think they said that there's nine days worth of footage. Um, so they had they had HD footage, and then they had like regular footage, and they've lost the HD footage. The only the only thing that exists of that is somebody took a picture of the screen in Australia because they had to beam it to Australia and then beam it to the U.S. And that's the only picture of the HD version that anybody can find. HD version of what? What are you talking about? The moon. Oh, like the- they lost film. 
All they had was the the version that was meant for TVs, so it had lower bandwidth. There was a very crystal clear version, and they lost that film. Of sorry again, like of what exactly? Of the moon landing. So you know where he like comes down the ladder and it's kind of blurry and oh, stuff. Really? They have they had like an HD version of that, but they lost it. I've never heard this. I can I can tell you they didn't they, they definitely didn't have it for the movie. So so th- what they did have is and because of course all they had basically was film back then except for television signals, but they they filmed a whole lot of stuff like all the preparation for the astronauts before they went up um they filmed uh, uh the Houston Space Center like all the guys like you know working from the ground level um they had Justin what's up? Did they film the making of the set? <laughs> That's, I actually leaned over to Jennifer uh, when they're walking around on the moon. I was like, it's, you know, this is this is a really impressive, uh, especially all the detail they put into the set. Um, she, yeah. I, I didn't get much of a reaction. Um, okay. But, a, movie making, a movie about making a movie? Is this behind <laughs> the scenes of a movie? I don't know. What is this? Uh, yeah. No, but... Um, so because it's film, actual film, there is no, you know, there's no, there's no resolution to that. It's basically as high a resolution as anything the human eye could ever see. So now that we have, you know, like 4K projectors in movie theaters, it's just really stunning looking at, like, for example, the film opens with the giant crawler that moves the space shuttle to the launch pad and it's just these like mm-hmm. and they've color corrected everything and so it's just these just gorgeous shots that feel like you're there and then you know they cut to all this all this footage from inside the um inside the control centers and everything and and Apollo 11 didn't use the space shuttle what who made this documentary oh that well whatever it was called i don't know yeah not the- oh the saturn 5 rocket sure I forget that. Okay. So this is why I'm saying, Jeremy, you need to go see this because you are you are a space aficionado, so you know a lot. I have gone to see the Saturn V rocket, not not the one that went to the moon, yeah. but one of the left. Right. Uh, um, NASA admitted in 2006 that no one could find the original video. Since then, blah blah blah. Engineer at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center in Maryland. Uh, has been looking for them. The good news is they found where they went. The bad news is they were part of a batch of 200,000 tapes that were degaussed, magnetically erased, and reused to save money. Wow. Found them. (laughs) So these are the tapes. Here's the problem. (laughs) How convenient (laughs) that they wiped. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's like a top post on our conspiracy or something. Well, so there's like, what, three minutes of blackout? And that's because the aliens were there, and then also this took place in the desert. Right. Oh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was on a, a movie set somewhere. Uh, or that. Yeah, it could be that too. But anyway, I mean, and it's uh, they don't do interviews, so it is pretty much just it's all footage and sound from the time, and it is as it happens. They start with them rolling the the rocket out to the launch pad and you see the guys like the astronauts getting suited up and then they're um, driven out to the pad and you see like all the preparations and and you hear all the voices talking about this, that and the other and the check-ins with the astronauts. And then it's like the launch and then 
um, you know, just check-ins each day because it took several days to get there. And they, there's like a lot of continuous shots, which is really cool. Like there's a continuous shot and then they superimposed little, um, text of data. So like how fast they were going at this time, um, how far above the surface they were. And there's this really long shot when they're like, um, when they're actually descending to the the moon surface all the way down to where they land. And I don't know, it was just, it was really stunning to watch in the theater on the big screen. Apparently it was on IMAX. Unfortunately, I didn't hear about that until after it, it only had like a one week run in IMAX uh, theaters. But uh, if you are, Figured. if you're interested at all in space stuff, um, they also missed their landing zone. They did that. The place, the place where they landed was like the last resort before the abort. Yeah. I, I learned that. I was I was looking stuff up afterwards. I, I was I was curious because I knew that they had to leave stuff on the moon, so I went and found a Wikipedia article that lists all the basically all the shit humans have left on the moon, including like including shit. Well, no, I don't know. Including including uh No, they did. Did we really? They left their waste bags awesome. on the moon. That sounds like something humans would do. Um there's like a my litter just earth. There's a no. There's like there's, there's like a hundred begging. There's like a hundred rockets that they that that have been intentionally crashed into the surface of the moon for data. But there is a mirror up there that you can you can shine a laser and hit it and it'll come back if you know what you're doing. Yeah. Can you? According to the Big Bang Theory, it, no. can you? <laughs> what? I know that's somebody true. that's I actually knew, done I'm it. I'm just saying that's what the Big Bang. Well, it, it was, was on, on the Big Bang, Big Bang Theory. Oh, I, thought, uh, I thought you were tying in the actual Big Bang Theory somehow. <laughs> oh no, no, I mean no. Like I, the saw, show, that, I the saw, show. saw that episode, but it's uh, true. It's but, true. Um, I wonder if you're on the moon, can you throw stuff off the moon? No. So it does have some gravitational. Yeah, pull. one six. Well, yeah, otherwise they couldn't walk on the moon. One, you couldn't one, land six. on the moon if it didn't have any gravity, right? Right, right, but I'm saying if you put enough force behind it, could you? A human could not throw anything with enough force for it to leave the gravitational pull of the moon. I wonder, wonder how much force you. Would so have to there's use a guy it. on YouTube that answers weird questions like that, hmm. and he answered how much force you would have to throw the thing if you wanted it to go into orbit around Exit. the moon. Escape velocity. Um, you could. He's also the guy that. He, uh, if everybody on, if everybody in the world gathered in one spot and jumped at the same time, what would happen? Yeah. And he, that's that what if book that I have in my car. And he, he proved that it would, nothing would happen. What, what you couldn't, you couldn't light anything on fire, right? On the moon. Like, cause there's, right, no, there's no air. Right. Hmm. It's not just that there's no what? oxygen. It's that there's no air at all. No nitrogen, okay, well, no what if, helium. Could you put something in? Could you put like a bottle rocket in a controlled environment and then let it like in a plastic bag and it would launch out of that? <laughs> if you set it on fire, would it, it would just go out right as soon as, as it soon touched as, the, as, uh, as soon as it well, touched the outside? Yes. It would go out as soon as it touched the outside. Hmm. Okay. I'm just trying to think of like what you could do on the moon that would be kind of cool to like try to shoot off the moon. Well, that one guy hit the golf ball on the moon and it didn't go into orbit. And you know that that's way you you can't throw a golf ball 300 yards. Right. It did not go into orbit. That's because he didn't hit it the right way. I mean, if I would have hit it, if I would have hit it, it would have went off. Orbit. That's how powerful I am. Okay. 
if 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 Tiger Woods, nineteen ninety nine Tiger Woods, no, would have hit it. No, it would have hit some little boy in the head on the moon, or one of the right. aliens that was watching the moon landing that right. Neil Armstrong discusses. Well, it would have flew off set at least, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to imagine it, like it would have gone over to like the I Love Lucy it, set. If you watch, if you watch them play, hit hit the golf ball or whatever, you can see like it kind of zigzags a little bit because of the string that's attached to it or whatever. <laughs> like, it's all like that's not how a golf ball would move. It's like that. What the? I don't know. Is it the first movie, the a Trip to the Moon? Like know. it's just a guy's face with whipped cream and he's got like a rocket stuck in his eye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like oh yeah, that's real. That's real right there. Uh, speaking, all right, what else, Justin? Oh, speaking of old movies like that, I tried to watch Metropolis, could not make it even halfway. Yeah, supposedly that's like a really great movie. Is that but one of the Criterion Collection movies? No, Metropolis is yeah. a, a silent movie that's supposed to be like one of the best movies ever made. I don't and think any it was silent movies going to be hold on, and it was movies. lost, but somebody found bits and pieces of it in different places. <laughs> Was a scavenger hunt of a movie? It's it is, and they put the movie back together. Uh-huh. And I tried to watch it, and I I got probably like twenty minutes into it. And I'm like, well, that's because they put it in. They didn't put it back together like they should. And it was just I couldn't watch it. Like the endings in the middle well, for some odd reason. I don't even get it's, that. It's a know. long movie, right? And I got the impression it that is very long. Like it's just a lot of visual stuff happening. And I thought like silent movies, you know, you would see the people talking on the screen and then it would switch over and like tell you what it says. Yeah. Well, no, these people are like moving their mouths and then it just keeps going. And I'm like, I have no idea what he just said. It's because they didn't find the fucking audio, Jeremy. Jeez. They didn't find the, the part the of the film that had the card on it. Or the record. I don't know. It was just, I wouldn't call it the greatest. Did they have that? The Surely movie. they had that, right? That was like probably the second iteration of movies. What? Like you play the audio track with it. Uh, yeah, some of them did. Yeah, you had to you had to play the like a book cassette kind of uh, book with a cassette on. You it. You had to play yeah. the sound at the same time as the film. Yeah, that's what the uh, the three the five four three two is the two beeps at the same time. So that way yeah. you yeah. know that the sound and the right, video, the audio, the, the audio and the sound are matching. All right, Justin. Anything else? I saw the new Jordan Peele movie Us. Okay, uh, you saw. This is us. You saw Get Out, right, Matt? Yeah, I saw Get Out. I was thinking. I was thinking that we. I haven't seen this movie, uh, even though I've got. I've seen both you and Jennifer. Yeah, we went. We went yesterday. Uh it's it's for me. It was a disappointment after Get Out. Um, there are a lot of good parts of it. Like I like a lot of the characters, but without getting Mm -hmm. into too much uh, spoiler, I think that. So it. Horror movies with a it is a horror movie where you're you're trying to figure out what's going on psychological the movie. horror yeah or 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 possibly sci-fi depending on I, you don't get an explanation in the trailer about exactly right what's like happening. a lot of the point of the movie is mysterious shit is happening you know you're gonna right. you're trying to figure it out as the movie goes on and usually you you know you you get most of what you need to know at the end of the movie and then it all like kind of makes things make sense and oh, yeah. i would say that yeah. i'm very interested in your if do you plan on going to see it matt or you're probably going to wait till i like yeah. to see it um i'm interested to hear what you think about it i think that so so for me those kinds of movies a lot of whether i'm going to like it or not 
relies on how good the payoff is. Like, did they really think through mm-hmm. this payoff? Does it all come together in a, in a like, wow kind of way, you know? And I think that this movie like really missed the mark on that. There are, it left me with way too many questions about like, well, but wait, how would, but that doesn't, but then really, but that doesn't make sense. But then, uh, uh, you know, so like there are good parts to it. But, but do you feel like you came at it from an analytical point of view because of, of no. um, you're talking about the, the social political commentary and get out. Well, no, I mean, just like you expected greatness after get oh. out or you expected a certain level of quality. And so you kind of question it going into it because you want to see if he can repeat. Yeah. Like it, I mean the, the, the term sophomore, uh, sophomore slump is a classic term when an artist uh, or a writer or whatever comes out with something like right off the bat, that's really good. Like get out. It's always, it is harder for that person to follow that up. Um, and you know, people, people like, okay, this, that first thing was really good. So I'm expecting the next thing to be good. And yeah, I, I went into it. It's like M night Shamalam. Shamalam. Well, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the first two were pretty good. I, the first two. Yeah. I mean, he definitely yeah, he, had a, he's saying sophomore. Though, it's true. Well, but that's also a good example. That, that's assuming they only make four things. If he makes eight, yeah. then the first two count as right. freshmen. Well, it's also a good example because he came out like his first movie. And I technically, I think he made like a small, like really small budget limited release movie before The Sixth Sense. But he came right out and made this amazing movie right off the bat. So he definitely had something to prove. Um, Yeah, no, because like I was I was into it and I was like I was I was along for the ride. And it was this this it was the last third of the movie that really like when it was time to really start understanding what was happening that just really let me down. And then, and then cast the rest of the movie, like the previous, a lot of the previous movie in a bad light. Um, once you, once you realize, you know, once you have enough information to, to analyze the rest of it. And so I don't know, like I said, I'm really interested uh, to hear your opinion on it, Matt. Um, and I, th- I think it's worth seeing, like I said, there there are some characters and there are some scenes and moments that are really good, but all in all, it left me with a, with a, with disappointment, definitely. Mm. And, uh, that's, that's about it. That's all I, that's about all I got to talk about. I think. Okay. Uh, let me see here on my notes. I got quite a bit of things here to talk about. Sure. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> I want to make a skit where cars with novelty car horns are involved in wrecks where they won't stop. Like they get in the, they get in the wreck. So it's like, yeah, and, it's like, and it just keeps on playing over and over again. Cause it got hit. And then I was also like, I also want a skit with road rage where you can't lay on the horn. So it's like somebody cuts him off and he hits the horn and it's like, you know, it makes whatever novelty sound horn. And it's like, God damn, I can't lay on this because it's just, it's just going to start this. It, you can't just. What, what would be a good novelty horn sound for that? When I was a kid, my dad had this little box. It had number pad on it mm-hmm. and you would type in the number of the horn that you wanted. Hmm. So it had like, it had the one from the Dukes of Hazard. It had Popeye's theme song. I don't remember all the other ones, but like, I want one of those. 
You're an adult, and this stops you from finding one. I don't know if they even do that anymore. I found his, and it I'm doesn't sure. work. I'm sure they do it. They're probably all digital now. Um, I want to skip. Is that helping? It does help a little bit. I want to skit. I want to skit where someone is at a funeral or a wedding and addresses food items as relatives. So it'd be like, I want to thank Uncle Ben, Aunt Jemima, Cousin Willie, and maybe go off to just name some products like Captain Crunch. Like, (laughs) you're like, I feel uh, like that's already in a movie or something. Yeah. But I want him to, I want, I want the camera to pan and show. Like Uncle Ben actually sitting there? No, no, no. The product. Okay. <laughs> Betty Crock. This sounds like something that would be in our movie. <laughs> so it'd be like, I want to thank Uncle Ben. And, and it would show like. Uncle Ben's maybe it, rice. <laughs> and it would show like maybe the Uncle Ben's crying. Like the, there shows like little tears coming out of the box of Uncle Ben's rice. <sighs> Uncle Ben and Jemima. Yeah. Betty Crocker. Yeah. Just name products, basically. Hellman, the Hellman's. Uh, I saw a van uh, with the, you know, the stick figure family kind of thing. Like I had the Uh stick figure and and above it, it says my family. And I'll be like, yeah, I mean, I can put fucking two and two together. You don't don't have to fucking label it. My family. Like, no, I thought that was just a random group of stick figures. You just wanted to slap on the back of your vehicle. What you do to that kind of person is uh, like, if you, if you see them parked getting out of the car, you'd be like, Hey, is this are those stick figures supposed to represent your family? Just, I don't get it. Uh, just play total down. Stick figures on my car just represent the people <laughs> I've killed. <laughs> yeah, you need you need to have the same stick figures and then put like your family over it. <laughs> no, you. So what you do is you get the stick figures <laughs> and instead of putting them on the back, you put them on the front fender and you put like a cross through them. <laughs> oh, yeah. X's through them. X. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you would do in World War II on the side of your plane. <laughs> right. Uh, every time I hear a Billy Idol song, I'm like, that's a Billy Idol song. That doesn't sound anything like Billy Idol. Really? Cause I mean, I always, well, I always imagine Billy Idol I just being know. like the rebel guy, yeah. like, wow, yeah, wet yeah. in. But like, he sings like a whole bunch of other different, like soft kind of yeah, like, songs. Eyes, with, Albert, eyes without and, a, uh, fuck. Eyes without a face. Yeah. Yeah. Eyes, eyes without, without a fuck. fuck. <laughs> I can't remember. It's eyes without a face. Eyes without a face. That's what you're talking about. Kind of songs. But yeah, he sings like, well, I mean, that song, and I think he sings a couple of other ones. I'm like, that's Billy Idol. Well, they had to have their yeah. ballads, man. Yeah, well, I, just, I don't know. He can't be man. all rebel yell all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like Atlantis Morissette had at least one, like, not I want to kill you song on Jagged Little Pill, right? I don't think she had. How many songs did she have that says I want to kill you? Like all of them. No. Just all of them, but it's it's uh, subliminal. Oh. Isn't that ironic? How I want to kill you? you think? Well, when she says, and are you thinking of me when you fuck her? Well, that's saying, I'm oh, going to kill okay. you. Huh. Why you fuck her? Well, I mean, you do, like, if you if you have the CD, there's a secret song at the end where she, like, breaks into his house and Kills sneaks him? into the shower. Right. So, so that's Chops the, off his dick? That's the theme of the whole, that's the theme of the whole CD is that secret song at the end. Oh, okay. Uh, making peanut butter and jelly... Do you use one or two utensils? Two. What the fuck kind so, of monster are you? So I get a spoon mm-hmm. and take the scoop the jelly out and mm-hmm. put it on one piece of bread, 
and then lick the jelly off the spoon mm-hmm. and put it in the peanut butter. So one utensil. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, do but you, what, to be so, fair, if anybody comes over to my house, I don't make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. My peanut butter. So is clean. sidebar about peanut butter. So um, been watching uh, another season of the Great British Baking Show, and I've watched <laughs> a lot of this show, and they they never use peanut butter. And I was like, why the fuck does nobody ever use peanut butter? You know, they make all kinds of like sweet desserts. We're we're like the only country. Yes, and I get butter. it. Like we invented peanut butter, right? But George Washington I it Carver, up and it turns out that like most English people find it disgusting, and I find English yep. people disgusting because of this fact. What the fuck? How do you not like it's it's peanut butter? It's great. Yeah, they're grossed out by peanut butter, but they're cool with Nutella in Australia or in Vegemite. Uh and it just yeah, it, it cracked me up because so this so finally there is an episode where uh, one of the challenges to, is to make American pie because pie to them is like a savory meat pie or something like that. They don't have sweet pies like we do, so that that's the challenge. Like okay, it's time you're going to make a sweet pie. Um, and this girl makes like a big peanut butter cup pie, like it's. Like it's, it's full of, you know, it's got a lot of peanut butter in it and she, she even shapes it to look like a peanut butter cup. And usually the judges, they'll tell you like, mm, that's not really working for me. No, seriously, like it. the, like Paul Hollywood took a bite and he was like, that is disgusting. <laughs> and they didn't go into like, usually they'll try to like explain things, but he didn't yeah. go into like, is it disgusting because he's English and he hates peanut butter? Or was it really yeah. bad? I didn't get the impression it was really bad. The contestant was really surprised, and I had to. And, and I didn't get. They didn't yeah. get like an interview with her about the the peanut butter pie. But I had to. I ended up googling it because I was curious. Like, I had to know was the pie disgusting or do they just hate peanut butter? And as it turns out, she she says her most embarrassing moment on the show was when she made that peanut butter pie, and and Paul Hollywood thought it was disgusting, and she says, "I don't know why I did it. I hate peanut butter." <laughs> And I was like, well, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Well, also, why do you eat peanut butter? Ah! Did you, uh, do they have that recipe? No, it's, it's, uh, the stuff that people. You should get Jennifer to try to make it or something. You should try to make it. I, well, I will say that she tried to incorporate, um, a pumpkin with it. Right. What? Exactly. Oh, well, like, <laughs> she's like, She's like, Americans have Thanksgiving and that's pumpkin. We'll throw some pumpkin in there and some apples, some cherry and some peanut butter. No, I just, I just feel like the reason why they hate peanut butter is because they don't know what the fuck they're doing with peanut butter. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah. I continued Googling because I had to know, like, oh, I had to know more about English people and peanut butter. And like, for, first of all, they don't hate it as much as I thought they did. They, they consume a fifth of the amount that we do, but. That's considering how much Americans love peanut butter. That's not too bad. Um, but I did find out that is that a per capita thing though? Uh, I think it's a per well, yeah, yeah. per population. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, I think it would be like every yeah. every five Americans, I guess. Um, I don't. I don't think it's just because there's less people in England. Uh, but they also it takes one American to eat as much peanut butter as five right. British people. Um, they what? No, yeah. Uh they they also apparently it's like a they they think of it as like a morning breakfast kind of thing because most people English people that do eat peanut butter, they eat it like in the mornings. I guess they're putting it on their English muffin. I don't know. Like toast? 
Kind of like how KFC is the Christmas dinner of choice. Yeah, it's just cultural differences, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's it and it's and it's also it's a texture thing, which I I get. It is kind of sticky, sticks to the inside of her mouth, but it's part of what makes it so good. Oh, and also because they do have and love their jam, they uh, most of them have uh, uh, think it's fucked up that we put uh, peanut butter and jelly together. Marmalade. Um, so, so I was going to ask what, you go peanut butter, then jelly, or jelly, then peanut, peanut butter, butter, then jelly. So I guess. One goes on one side, one goes on the other. It's a lot harder to lick no, the peanut. No, why, why would you put one on one side or one on the other? Because you're going to put you them together. Do what do this shit's going to fall. No, you put the jelly what? right on top of the peanut butter. No. What? Yeah, because... Oh, so you're going to take two pieces of bread, well, you jelly. Don't, you don't literally pick them up and do like that. You leave the jelly right. one on the counter, and you put the peanut right. butter one on top of it. I just smear it right on the peanut on the peanut butter because that way you're, it doesn't go into my bread. Now you're the the peanut butter acts as acts as like insulation. Well, so what to do make you sure think happens jelly, once you put the piece of bread on? Well, yeah, but I'm saying like usually jelly jelly is in like a hard like a hard format. Like it's kind of like no, and, and that is to, a popsicle. <laughs> like I'm just I saying no. Jelly usually it's not like a a jam or a preservative where it's more like. Uh, a smooth no, texture. No, I disagree entirely. Like, my problem with jelly is that it's too runny. Now, my problem with jelly is that it holds its form too too easily. It's too gel-like. Wow. Yeah. Or as you could say, That is the opposite jelly. of my experience. What I, I like jam do, because it holds its form. Do, uh, jam doesn't hold does. its form, does it? Yeah. Jam is thicker than Better jelly. Than no. Preservatives. Preservatives are yes, even way thicker. But jam, like it's... Jam is, jam is almost preserved, not preservable. Like you, you, you take a piece out and it kind of holds its form. Jelly is is jelly has way more yeah. juice in it than jam does. Ah, and then preservatives yeah, is. Like, I'm not putting it directly on my bread. Hardly, <laughs> you'll just uh, allow it to get against the bread. When you put and then marmalade, marmalade, they just screw it up by putting the peels in there too. Okay, so what I would do is I would usually take when I was a kid, I would take the jelly out and put it on the plate, and then I would use my knife or whatever to chop it up what the f- and then to put it on the this what is blowing my mind because I'll, I'll show you when we get done I think I have no, some jelly in, in the refrigerator to, Jeremy, have he's going to get, experiment. He's gonna get the jelly about. out and Jeremy's going to be like uh, yeah this jam is three years expired Matt that's why it's holding its form <laughs> <laughs> this, is pres- this is great preserves it's aged. It's delicious. It's, not, it's like wine. It becomes yeah, like a wine. A, yeah, jelly. exactly. You're like, yeah, it's like it's like the green jelly, you know, like, no, Matt, this says grape jelly, like it's supposed to be purple. You think that would work? What? What? Did it ferment? Yeah, do you think jelly would ferment? Do you think you can make wine into jelly? Well, you know, so I mean, I'm sure I've talked about it before. We've mentioned it. They had like during prohibition, they had well, when you ever you would buy like grape juice, it would come in a in a block. What is gelatin? Uh bone marrow. How does that work? You know? How did somebody come across that shit? They probably they think they're they they making honestly, they probably found it on like a, a rotten corpse or something or a or a well, they probably found so they probably found as they were making a uh, yeah. stock that once they boiled the bones yeah, and left it out, the water just, would yeah. turn to jelly. Yeah, and they were like, "There's no flavor to this. Why don't we just add some fruit and then we've got a fruit?" Speaking jelly. of gelatin, another sidebar about English people is apparently uh, the Cockneys like to have uh, eel cooked and suspended in gelatin. 
and then they just eat that straight up. All right. Like a flavored, no. like orange flavored, or just just like plain ass gelatin. gelatin. Apparently, mm-hmm. back you know in ye olden days, uh, in in the in the Thames Thames River, uh, they you know when people were poor, they were like, "Well, we got to eat something, and we're running out of food." Hey, how about we eat those slimy snake things in the water? Hey, now, now why don't we go get one of their meals and put it on that stalk to done turn the jelly? That's that's disgusting. We'll get straight out with things. Yeah, but I'm not dying of starvation now. True enough. <laughs> Shakes me hand. I'm a chimney sweep, though. All right, here we go. Uh, I caught myself singing Man in the Mirror in my head, and I questioned, is it okay for me to sing this? Well, yeah, because you're the guy that needs to look at the man in the mirror and make sure that you're making a change, right? Well, because, you know, because the whole Michael Jackson song? Right. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, now that that this documentary has come out now. We turned it back. I like how everybody's surprised. No, I no, was surprised. but I was everybody, surprised. You, have, you, you, have the, you have the ability to easily dismiss stuff when you don't have it directly in front of well, you. Well, yeah, not only that, but you know. and I don't I, I can't I can't speak to where I got this from, but I had believed for a long time that it was just a nasty rumor and I felt bad that, you know, that hung around his neck. Uh so I I don't I mean I was the same way with Bill Cosby. Oh, thinking that it was no. a nasty rumor until he was convicted. I I don't. If somebody has an amusement park in their front yard, there's something off. Well, yeah, I mean, he hey, was hey. clearly socially awkward. Not even socially well, awkward. Just like there was something wrong with the with the, with the brain. Well, but something wrong with the brain doesn't mean he's a child molester. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had I missed that. Uh, Everybody with brain issues, child molester. We should uh, <laughs> we should throw all our trash into active volcanoes. Uh, I don't, you know, it so, the trash doesn't just so, it doesn't just go away, you know. <laughs> yeah, so it burns and turns it turns into the harmful gases. gases which come out of the volcano and then it k- right. kills the ozone. Nah, it evaporates but, it so quickly, but. I mean, to be fair, the volcano's already letting poisonous mm-hmm. gas out anyway. Are we really, are we really adding that much to it? I've always said, why don't we just put it in a rocket right. and shoot it toward the sun? We're not going to accidentally put the sun out. I wonder how much, how much space you could put in a rocket. I mean, how much free space is in a rocket? It, I guess you don't. You just need to get it out right. of orbit, right? Because you just have to just get drift. It, you just have to get it out of Earth's gravitational pull. And then it doesn't have to do anything else. It'll just, as long as you got the trajectory right, it'll just go right to where it hits the sun. I wonder how expensive that shit would be. Very. Not worth it for any company to ever do. Plus, I like the idea of... There's a lot of dead PCs. I like the idea of us making a giant rocket to put a bunch of trash in. And and maybe we have to keep doing that because of the amount of trash we make. And eventually one of those rockets is going to fail as it's taking off. And it's just going to crash over some suburban area. But it'll explode and burn up all the trash. (laughs) And it'll all be gone. So it'll work out, right? (laughs) No. So that's why they launched the rockets over the ocean. It'll explode and just go in the ocean. Ah, No worries. No worries. Yeah. 
It'll join the, the trash island. Look, as long as it goes to the bottom of the ocean, that's fine. It won't. It'll go into that big yeah. thing out in the Giant middle, the island. big trash pile in the Pacific. Let, let, let Aquaman deal with that. <laughs> and Aquaman deals with it by uh, making a tidal wave of trash on New York City. <laughs> getting, no, Aquaman gets all those other Dothrakis with their horses, and then they... Seahorses? They yeah, the seahorses, and then they... And then the sea dragons come down and set it on fire. He just gets sharks to eat it. All those megalothons. So megalodons. if you if you watch Life After People, which used to come oh, yeah. on the History Channel, like a hundred thousand years from now, the plastic particles from the stuff there will still be getting eaten by fish, even if people were to disappear today. It would still Jeez. be harmful wow. to the fish in a hundred thousand years because it doesn't degrade; it just breaks apart. Way to go, humanity. Yeah. Uh, would Amazon pull your review if you promoted growing weed in a hydroponic setup? Hmm. Probably. I was looking up hydroponics. Your, pull your, your, your review. Re- pull your, your, your review. Oh. Review. I was looking up hydroponics. I set up an aerial oh, yeah? garden. And, uh, yeah. And uh, so I was like thinking, oh, man, hydroponics seems like kind of easy Matt, to Matt said, we, we know how to grow stuff in the soil. I'm going to grow that shit in air and water now. <laughs> and so uh, I was like thinking, I wonder if like you wrote a, wrote a review for like those and just took pictures of like you growing you have weed. To have, you have to have pictures. And be like, but I mean, it's legal to grow in some states. It's, mm, it's legal to buy. I don't think Somebody it's legal. Somebody has to grow it. Yeah, but they have like special permits, and they wouldn't be using, they wouldn't be using an arrow garden. No, but they would use being hydroponics probably to grow it. Well, they could. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if you were if you bought something off Amazon to grow your your uh, marijuana. Oh, so like a if you if you bought a part like a sprinkler head. Yeah, it's just something. Like I use like, this in my hydroponics yeah. garden. I don't. I'm I don't curious know. if they would pull that. Somebody would probably report it as inappropriate. It's appropriate in some states. I don't think they would actively seek it out. I think somebody would report it and then they would review it and then they'd be like, eh, we're going to pull it just because we don't want to mess with it. Uh, got a couple of letters in here. What? Yep. Maximina writes in. You know, it's not Maximina. Maximina. It might it might be Maximina. Max, Maximina. Uh, she just wanted to let me know that uh, she's with the Central Intelligence Agency and uh, comes to her attention that my personal data, my personal details, including my email address, letter at outlandishpodcast.com, oh. are listed in a uh, case that the oh, CIA man. has on me for distribution and storage of pornographic electronic materials. Oh, shit. You better get children. back to her and pay her bribery money. Um. But, Does she also yeah. have pictures of you on your webcam watching pornography uh, um, on a computer that you don't have a webcam on? Yeah, she does have some uh, deep web dot onion browsing and or connection sharing, online chat room logs, and social media activity log. Uh, she also she's <laughs> well she's she, she's uh, propositioning me though because uh, she says she can if I transfer exactly ten thousand dollars U.S. Uh, through Bitcoin network uh, that, uh, you know, she's going to, she's going to sweep all that stuff underneath the, uh, the rug there. Oh, well, that's, I did not realize how lenient the CIA could be. uh, She's a technical collection officer. 
TCO. Yeah, at the uh, Directorate of Science and Technology for the Central Intelligence Agency. Very good. I got an email. What was it for? It was they wanted to verify my login information for whatever it was. Right. And when I get these emails, I look through them to see where's where did they mess up? Yeah, where's the hide? Where's so the I made it all the way through. I was like, man, this one is really good. And then down at the bottom, it says like, we don't give out your information. I was like, man, you missed, you fucked up on one word yeah, at the bottom. You had me. You could have, it, it was perfect until I the mean, bottom. Granted, when I hovered over the link, it said it was going to X dot J dot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to say the name is Curran. K U R R A N, Curran, Curran. Uh, it says fan mail about the podcast. Goodie in a hoodie. Hey there, M J and J. This is Curran from Oregon, or Oregon, as we like to say it, or Oregon, which is correct. Well, it's just Oregano minus an O, so it's Oregon. I guess so. <laughs> Uh, I'm a big fan of the show, and I've been listening since 32. I don't know if he's been listening since the age of 32 or since episode 32. Or 1932. So I hope I don't come off as rude here. Oh, well. Oh, <laughs> if you start off here saying, we go. I hope I don't come off as rude, you're pretty much going to. This, this, guy, this guy's about to be a dick. The chance is pretty high. He's like, you know what? You've been kind of shitty since 50. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, you still with us? Okay, I just want to make sure. You know, the podcast has kind of sucked um, since 50. It says, in order to be trusted to do something, this is, oh, so last week, let me give you a little backstory. Last week, I talked about how a coworker, I got kind of insulted from a coworker because I I'd made a remark about how looking after a kid, looking after my boss's kid or something like that's how I'd establish whether or not he trusted me or not. Like, is whether or not he like entrusted me to look after his kid. And my coworker was like, could you even look after a kid? And I, I was like, I've, I was like, I'm a little insulted by that. Like, did you say that? Yeah, I told her that. I was like, I'm a little insulted. Uh, I'm 38 years old. I got all these responsibilities, blah, blah, blah. I, I was a kid once too. I think I know how to raise kids. I mean, I don't well, know. Wait a minute. <laughs> you can't, no, you can't do that. Yeah, you can. You can't say I was a kid once, so I know how to raise kids. You don't think because of your life experience and how, how your parents treated you that you know how to be, how to, how to, how to do some, adult responsibilities towards children. That's where, because I said so comes in because you, that's like the universal. I don't know what else to do. So because I said so anyways, so it says, uh, in order to be trusted to do something, you should be experienced in that thing. Now you have no kids of your own. So you're not experienced with them. Could you watch your boss's kid? Well, yeah, but somebody with a lot of experience around children would probably have a number of tricks up their sleeve well, to, to be, do a better job in addition to, to the be fact fair, that they're, if they're going to pay some like 14 year old girl, yeah, exactly, to do it, exactly. Why not Matt? Yeah. You're going to trust your kid. You're going to trust your kid to babysitters, which are usually 18 and under probably like, I mean, usually, I mean there's some college kids. Maybe they're probably doing it for extra like money 14 to 17 yeah, year old yeah. girls yeah or boys i mean there's probably some no, boys that do no, it probably not quite nearly even that's close some to that's often. some uh gender specific well it, uh, it's gender specific bias, bias, bias to assume that a girl j- just because she's a girl can take care of a child like the like the mother what do you why why is it that we assume that a 14 year old girl can babysit but we wouldn't think Nature. that of a 14 year old boy 
Why wouldn't we think that of a 38-year-old Matt? Because he doesn't yeah. have kids. Duh. We've been through this. I don't know how many nieces and nephews he's got. Um, you've so, got nieces and nephews. Well, your cousin has kids, right? Yeah. Well, first of all, like how old is the so child like, we're talking about? Okay. Like five yeah. or six. I mean, they're at school. They go to school. And- to be fair, I have a five-year-old, and I don't think anybody would be would even want to be alone in the same room with him. Why? He's fine. He's fine. I mean, as long as you put him in a padded room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as long as you don't let him loose on society, he's good. Uh, so he says, the fact you're a 30-something-year-old dude with a mortgage and no debt may mean you're responsible, but looking after kids may take more than the that quality. I've got a world record in a video game, but that doesn't make me a good water skier. The two things aren't quite comparable. I'm pretty. What the fuck? That but, that's like way not even remotely close to a good you analogy. Can, you could keep a kid from dying way easier than you can water ski. Hey, don't get in the oven. <laughs> See, have you played that game? Don't get in the oven game. No, there's a game where one player plays as the baby and one plays as the dad, and the dad's I job. I didn't even know this existed. Yeah, so I can't think of the name of it. Seth would know, but so one player plays as the baby and one player plays as the dad, and it's the baby's job to try to kill themselves in any way what possible. What games are you playing with your kid? I haven't played it. It's on YouTube. What the fuck Hold games on. are you telling your kid? Letting your kid to watch? Actually, I have played it. It's fun, and it's the dad's job to try to stop the baby from killing himself. So basically, you're just chasing him all over the house while he's like crawling into the oven or going out the back door into the swimming pool or I don't get how sticking a fork in society is like why are you letting well that is kind of how kids are though right like toddlers they're idiots yeah like you have the what was the what's the game where you're doing the suicide stuff oh suicide guy yeah like what the fuck not gory he's like jumping off the top of a building Uh, yeah but I don't know I don't know, man. It would it be just. I say it would be different, but Seth's playing a sniper game on his phone that's got like the thing that Sniper Elite has, where it like does the X-ray view. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, it's it's to me. I know that stuff. So especially with Wyatt, Wyatt, when I was playing Doom, he wanted to watch me play Doom, and he was not affected by it. But I'm saying, like, I don't know. I don't know the studies, so I can't really say. Like, do you know the ramifications of it down the road? Well, like twenty years from now, like I said, when so is there going to be some kind of like weird mentality or something? I don't know. When I was a kid, I, I watched Gremlins, uh, Critters, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and. Eh. Killer clowns from okay. outer space, they knock a dude's head off and it goes into the trash can. Uh, I don't think that woman's comment was off color in any way. Uh, I've been listening to Outlandish since I was a kid. It's been a part of my life for over 10 years now. So well, I see, guess it was episode 32. We've, we've been taking care of you. <laughs> yeah. For like eight years. Uh, it's been a part of my life for over 10 years now, I think. Thanks for all the great content you guys have put out over the years. We've been babysitting your ass for 10 years. Uh, and you, this is the thanks you give us. 
He uh, he wrote another one that said, uh, "I'm a 24 year old guy." Wait, um, he sent so two he, emails. Yeah. Okay. Same guy. Uh, I, I'm a 24 year old guy. My dream in life is to have a little house with a garden and a yard and a safe community with my loving wife and a few kids. Social Security alone, since its inception, has put so much debt on future generations that we're we are taxed so heavily that I cannot afford to have children. I don't get this. I don't. I mean. I was reading this when I was reading this when he sent it in. I was this like, this becomes oh, like so a political you. rant all of a sudden. But I mean, but I think it falls flat because it's like uh, not not the taxes I pay alone, but the taxes society pays that globally increases increase prices. I've never understood how nobody questions why a loaf of bread costs four dollars. I don't I don't know where he's at and if he's in America because I don't pay four dollars for a loaf of bread. Hold on, I'm gonna look maybe up. in San Francisco or something. I mean, maybe Hold I on. mean I'm gonna. How much is bread in no Seattle, idea. Justin? It's yeah, I mean, four dollars. Like probably two bucks, about right? Maybe three, depending on if you're getting like Sarah. Maybe shit. he's just exaggerating for emphasis. Uh, he's like, I will likely never own a home. I will probably never get the opportunity to retire. I make twenty dollars an hour at my job, better than minimum wage. The idea that we need to put even more debt on future generations by mandating that every child get a college education and health care. I admit it's good in theory, but I don't think that people. Quite, no, I, we were talking about that last week about how. So uh, I looked up on my Kroger app at our local Kroger bread right now is 10 for 10. Yeah. So the Kroger a, brand. Yeah. Dollar loaf. Yeah. Wonder uh, bread. You know, like the good shit that tastes exactly the same as the Kroger shit. <laughs> yeah. Is two twenty nine per loaf. Uh, it says, uh, but he says, I don't think that. People quite grasp that we're already spending a completely unsustainable amount of money as a nation. The cost of college has never been higher and the value of a degree has never been lower. I would genuinely like to hear your opinion on my response on the podcast or not. I would like to know your side of the argument. Well, I mean, like, I don't. Inflation. It depends. Well, it depends on where you live, too. I mean, $20 an hour. I mean, that's $800 a week. So here's like a really good example where you can see see it for yourself i don't know where you live so i'm gonna pretend that you live in california it has to be so or or a heavy metropolitan area new york or california yeah a new york is like the most heavily taxed place in the freaking country in california if you watch hgtv and you watch house hunters Mm -hmm. you will see them going out and buying these houses that are like 1200 square foot, two bedroom, one bath, and they're like $650,000. Right. In Arkansas, that house would be like yeah. $45,000. Yeah, it wouldn't be much. If for $650,000, oh, fucking man, I could get a house. <laughs> oh my There's, god. As someone who deals in real estate and that's, and yeah, likes that's, to look at that kind like, of thing, yeah, you that is well over 3 times as much as my house costs. And my house is like 2,000 square feet. So you're looking at probably like a 5,000 square foot house, Mm -hmm. five bedrooms, three and a half baths with a game room. Big ass kitchen, all the, you know, three to four car garage. Oh, yeah. What they call the gourmet kitchen with a a four car garage Mm -hmm. and then like a swimming pool. And a bunch of property. Yeah. And even then, that might not even be six hundred and fifty thousand. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then like ten acres of land. Yeah. I'll give you that. That's that would be about six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. I don't. I don't think at twenty dollars an hour. I mean, I mean, I, I have a 
just a hundred thousand dollar house, uh, three bedroom, two bath. Uh, I mean, I don't see. I mean, whereas whatever. in California that would be seven hundred well in, in a metro in a metropolitan yeah. in California. Well, Right. right on HGTV in California. I think, I think what you have to do is you have to, and then once they install the the flooring and the the uh, uh, quartz countertops, that house is now one point two million dollars. I think what you have to do is you have to evaluate uh, your your personal lifestyle, and I think you have to, I guess, you know, I mean, I don't. It really depends on where you live. Yeah. So at work, we have we have what are called payment schedules. So yeah. if you have a your job title grants you a particular pay plan, which has a number or a letter, but there's a spreadsheet that lists um, different cities, and each city will have a different. You'll still be like on pay plan 21, but you'll be on pay plan 21 schedule B, which is like $20,000 more than pay plan 21 schedule A because this one is based in Los Angeles and this one's in Little Rock. Mm -hmm. So you're still, you have the same title and the same pay plan. It's just based on where you live. You make more than somebody else that makes quote exactly the same because to you, it is exactly the same. Right. Your hamburger costs five dollars, where ours costs three. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't have that feeling. Uh, I think uh, eight hundred dollars before taxes every week is pretty good. I mean, that's probably over three. It's over three thousand dollars a month after before taxes. So you're bringing home at least two thousand probably a month. I would think. I mean, it's so. it's. Yeah, you got you got to figure Arkansas out what you want out of life. There are there are definitely people that just make a higher and higher paycheck, and they just like, oh, I'm making more money, so I'm gonna get a fancier car. I'm gonna buy a fancier house. Like one of the things they I've I've heard, you know, they people have done studies and that like the median most happy people can be is around like I think it was just over a hundred thousand uh, dollar salary, and anything above that. You know, people just they they fill out that extra amount with shit they don't really need, and they can still live paycheck to paycheck. So you got to figure out like, what do you want out of life? What do you want to enjoy? What are you willing to give up? If you want a house and a big yard? You absolutely seriously move 100%. to a flyover state. Even Dallas, even yeah. Dallas is so Dallas much cheaper is expensive. than Los Angeles, <laughs> and it's still. And it's yeah. still like a major metropolitan I, area. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's with somebody or not. I mean, he mentions what he wants in life. He doesn't mention what he has current. I mean, in relationship wise, I think once you, I think I think you would rent up until you have a, a wife, and then at that point you would combine your resources and buy a house. Then you make her get a job that pays well, <laughs> and buy your ass a house. But no, seriously, if you want a house and lot like don't have a lot of money, you yep. you go to a flyover state. Uh, Jennifer wrote in to let us know uh, she has a oh, induction. Right. I, knew, I knew I got that wrong when I said it out loud. I figured it was an induction. Um, why, wanted, why didn't she just tell Justin? What? Why didn't she just... Because I said she needed to fucking write in. Oh. Like, why didn't she just, like, turn and go, it's whatever you said, that's wrong. Right, it's, because well, because we're looking for interaction on this podcast. 
why don't she just get on? Well, she doesn't get, get out. She's still at home. Mm-hmm. I can, I can <laughs> and we're recording right now. Uh, yeah, she's a woman. So, <laughs> okay, I'd, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> if that would mean is yeah. that all? Is that all she wanted to point she's out? She's a girl. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Uh, she <laughs> harped like, oh, on. No, there's a lot more. She harped on that uh, Steam World. Oh yeah, I was supposed to bring up the music thing. Wait, I brought up last week that I was playing that, didn't I? What? Okay, I thought I did. Yes, you did. Steam World Dig Two. Yeah, Steam World Dig Two. Yeah, love talking about the music because he apparently he just like I don't hog the hogs the TV, I guess, or something, and walks away. If I'm sitting, if I'm sitting at the, you played that game, right, Jeremy? If I'm sitting at the 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 town that you can warp back to, I might be like checking my phone or trying to look up you know, where to go next or whatever, but that music is really good. So I didn't mind just kind of leaving it on. Also, it's the kind of game where even if you pause, the music still plays. So, so speaking of leaving, yeah, I hate that when I hit escape and go to the menu, I need the music to stop because generally it's because I'm answering the phone. But so apparently team fortress two, I wondered if that was always been playing. I wondered, I wondered because I kept seeing that pop up. It's Wyatt, and he's actually huh. really good with the engineer. Like, he sets up his auto cannons in the corner of the room where the people are supposed to be coming, and then the spy comes in, and it starts shooting, and he hits them with the wrench, and they die. And he's like, I just killed the same spot twice. But so he plays before school. Apparently, there's no auto kick feature in Team Fortress 2. I would just you randomly. Like idling? Yeah, I will just randomly walk in there at like 12 or 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and he's still sitting in a match. And I'm like, does this just perpetuate? Well, it's all dedicated just going servers, from right? match to match and just standing there? Or I don't know. I haven't, yeah, I think I have, I have not ever played it. I think it's all dedicated servers. I got it when it was free, which apparently it's not now. Um, or maybe I got it with Half Life 2. I don't know. You should let him try Overwatch next time. time. There's a free weekend. Uh, thing to note, uh, since it's basically yeah uh thing to note uh jennifer when you're hearing this uh fucking short you think she'd know Brevity. after 10 years Come on, shit uh <laughs> but i'm telling you like she she wrote up like you tell her to write paragraphs. in yeah tell- well i wanted to write in but like get to the point like she wanted to tell me the history of this steam world 2 thing steam world dig 2 she's like so this is how it played out. At 8.42, Justin rolls out of bed. I hear him come down the steps. I hear him load up the PlayStation. I'm just fucking with her on this part, but <laughs> it's a lot. It's a I lot was confused. Part. I thought she was uh, actually like writing all that she, out. She talks about how, well, she well she's like, this Sunday morning, I told Justin I was getting tired of this. Blah, blah. And like, ah, oh, endless music. It's always fucking playing. Uh, she didn't say the fucking part, but she's like, it's endless loop. It's got stuck in my head. So she says it, uh, I then told him it was the same chord progression as a song he shared with me called Mount Washington. By Which you would know, Matt, because that's Local on the Life Natives. is Strange soundtrack. So, it's the, oh, okay. I don't need to see oh, you right now. Yeah, it's probably on a, oh, yeah. well, amazing it's cutscene yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of a level. Um, it's uh, she's in the induction cooktop, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she talks about the convection ovens are really cool for the circulating the hot air. Uh, yep. Mm, okay. Induction ovens. Yep. 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 So two paragraphs of induction. She does. Uh, I, I, I said, I'm sure I said convection because that's the, uh, 
she's got one of those little toaster ovens that's convection, which is also which is also yeah. awesome. Convection. Yeah. It's got a fan in it. It's got a fan in it. Circulates that air. It's interesting. Uh all right. Mm-hmm. Uh that's all we got, I believe. Uh if you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letter out you can follow us on Twitter, out Outlandish Cast. You can follow Jeremy, out Outlandish Jerry. You can follow me, out Outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin, out Outlandish Beats. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outlandish Podcast. Uh, yep. yep. Thanks for this episode 411 of Outlandish Podcast. We'll check you out in 412. Uh, if we If we ever make another episode again. April Fools. I don't know. I was trying what? to think of like uh, something to throw in there. We are we've done that April Fools like three times, haven't we? Uh yeah, it doesn't get old. It it does now in because because we don't record as regularly. Oh. Yeah. Well that's the thing, right? You don't God, know nothing, if it's real nothing will ever top no. the Star Trek online. It's been three weeks. So good. Oh well no. No. So we good. made a whole website. We go into the stove. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, we, we sold did. that, baby. We did make a website. I forgot about yeah. the website. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, uh, boy, it was yeah. awesome when we when we gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe we should uh like uh we could do like a video one. Like we're gonna start doing uh video stuff on YouTube or something. We can make like a little short. We have a channel. Yeah, we can make a little short video. Be like, hey, next week we're gonna start having video podcasts. Check out the preview every on week. YouTube every week. All right, about World of Warcraft rating again. All right, thanks for. Oh that. my god! Like our April Fool's joke now is that we're gonna talk about World <laughs> yeah, of Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> New past just came out. I don't know what's all about that. Some people like it. Some people hate right. it. Right. Yeah, same old. Same old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some PvP going on. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to episode 411. We'll catch you in 412. Bye. There you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for listening. Good enough.